0: I'm currently driving, uh, commuting to work right now. So if you're new, that's kind of the premise of this. This is me just making use of time uh, during my commutes to give you some potentially useful content. And also this is traditionally an anchor station, but now you can download it as a podcast. As far as I know, it's only in Google Play right now. I'm hoping it's in process to be put on iTunes and not just, you know, have it be rejected. I'm not sure if that's a thing, but uh, but yeah, so you can listen to this now on Google Play. Um, so aside from that, you know, it's still going to be an Anchor station. I'm not changing anything. I'm still going to make use of all of the best of Anchor features. So today's topic I want to talk about is web apps, uh, web applications, and specifically why I think everyone should move towards building web apps instead of native mobile apps. And I, I believe that that's the future. I think that everyone's gonna be focusing on the web platform in probably like a year or two. I think it's really that soon. Um, not that mobile apps are gonna be completely obsolete, but I think that their importance will definitely diminish over time. So first I need to uh, you know, explain what the difference between a website or, and a web app is, because I think there's still some confusion there. So a website, you know, typically focuses on content. So think of a blog or a news website or something like YouTube. Even all of those, you know, you kind of just um, are consuming content. So those are typically called websites. And web apps are a little different because, you know, obviously they're more app-like. So think of an email client like Gmail or a note-taking application or the entire uh, Google Docs or. You know, Google Drive suite of apps—all uh, of those are very much apps, right? So they're, but they're on the web platform, so they're so they're web apps. And obviously, we're all familiar with native mobile apps, just you know, Android and iOS apps. And so, you know, up to this point, and for the foreseeable future, mobile apps are, uh, you know, were popular and c- going to continue to be popular for some time but i don't really think that that's going to stay because you know the distrib- distribution model for that software is not a good one right compared to the web anyway because with a mobile app you have to go to your app store look up the name of the app or you know have someone send a link to you that opens up your app store and you have to download you know 5 megs 10 megs whatever it is before you can even use it and that just really doesn't make sense to me because, with you know, with a website, it's so easy. You just copy the link and you send that over, and boom! They don't have to really download anything. They don't have to access any, you know, app app store or anything. They just, you know, they just go to the website directly. And I think that's a really great way to distribute software. Now, the question really lies in, you know, are websites or web apps powerful enough? to completely replace mobile apps. And I think in some cases, that's a no, but the web is slowly, actually very quickly, uh, getting more powerful and powerful. So now you can have web apps that are very much like mobile apps. Actually, some companies like Twitter, they redesigned or rebuilt their mobile uh, website and it's a progressive web app. So I'll get to that in in a second here. Um, switching lanes, okay. So yeah, so they built a progressive web app and basically, I mean, it supports a lot of the features that you would expect in the mobile app. It has notifications. I believe it has offline support. It's very fast, you know, it's optimized and it's just, it does everything that you would need in a Twitter app. And that really brings a question, like, do we even need mobile apps? If we can have web apps do the exact same thing, you can just visit a URL in your browser, and to talk a little, little quick about progressive web apps, you know, progressive web apps. Uh, basically, like you can, it, it's a it's a list of features that um, that make a progressive web app, and it, Google kind of defines these. But progressive web apps were around way before Google talked about it. Uh, Basically, it's a list of features that you would expect, including the ability to pin that app to your home screen. So, running out of time, I'm gonna continue this in the next segment. Okay, so continuing where I left off from the previous segment, I was talking about progressive web apps and I want to add on top of that, how, you know, where the name like progressive web app comes from. And it's really the idea that the app is progressive in adding features depending on if the platform provides it. So you can have, and this is really the main thing that I want to hit, uh, you know, that I want to hit on is, that a progressive web app can be just your regular website, you know, or your desktop web app, and it can be responsive. So it'll work on mobile and add features as the platform that the user using it on has. So, you know, if you can pin the app to the home screen, if they're on, on an iPhone or an Android phone or whatever, it can do that. And then you can provide push notifications if the platform provides that as well. You can use, uh, you know, Web workers for you know offline caching and stuff. There's a lot of things that you can do, but the idea is you write a single web app, which is great for MVPs. The fact that you can write a single web app and have that be available on mobile, so you can have provide a mobile experience and a desktop experience both at the same time, uh, and you can even you know perhaps put some marketing pages in there, just have it all in one code base. Like that's kind of a tangent, but the idea is you have this one code base, the single app, and provide it to your users on multiple platforms. So yeah, I think that's where I want to end on that note. Uh, There's really nothing else, you know, I hope this was an interesting topic. You know, I am a web developer, so I want to talk about somewhat technical topics. I know I didn't get too technical, or at least I don't think I did on this, but But I also, you know, I do want to talk more about startups and kind of businesses in general, as opposed to just talking about, you know, technical topics. Like I'm also enthused about technology and startups and businesses, as opposed to just coding uh, and programming topics. So that's really my idea for this show or or podcast or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Please call in for feedback or, comments or questions uh definitely appreciate all of that and make sure also to follow me on twitter sunny io that's my name of the radio station and io at the end so yeah that's it and i'll talk to you guys later bye